0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. Um, my name is Akin Flores, and uh, I want to, uh, to talk today about um, uh, our mind models. Um, every time uh, we try to understand the world, because that world is so complex around us, then we create mental models. And um, during my um, during my master degree, I, I I was studying um, one uh, subject of the one one of the courses was uh, modeling, and actually my my entire uh, um, master was about modeling. And uh, what modeling is is that <coughs> you have a complex world, a complex situation. And um for you to understand a complex situation, you need to start to um, uh, simplifying all the aspects of that situation and uh, in the case of simplification is uh, reducing variables um, that uh, may create certain behaviors or certain situations uh, for example you if you have um, um, a situation where there are five or six variables, normally our mind, uh, the human mind, can only handle three, and for very special cases, um, four. But uh, in, in general, the maximum of variables we can, we can have in our mind is three. However, there are situations where there are more than three variables that brings us to the situation um, um, so, <clears throat> our minds, um, because cannot process all the information, all the information, all the cases, uh, and our minds just create models uh, and simplifications. And they said, "Oh, from these five or six different variables that create this specific situation, I'm going to take three, and the three that I choose are the most important ones for me." In this case, for for the person that is thinking. And um, I noted that there may be another person that takes other three of those six. And uh, there may be another takes other three. And then you may see, may see that there is a, a lot of different points of view for the same situation and different models. <clears throat> but what's important of the model is that we understand that we always do it. We, uh, we are always doing a model, model of the world, and uh, we believe that that model is a perfect fit for our experience, uh, according to that specific issue we are trying to solve. But we need to understand that it's just a model. It's not the reality. The reality has six variables, five or six variables or more. Um and we are just having a few of them in our mind to consider and analyze and decide on on it, right. So our models are a simplification of the world and it, they are not the world itself. So when we are talking to um, when we were talking about when we were talking about that uh, beach ball, uh, or the pool ball uh, that um, one person said is orange. the other on the other side, opposite side, say is white. But one uh, 90 degrees from them is saying that is orange and white, and the other is saying that is white and orange. So each one is looking uh, the same the same object, but having different perspective. This is what we were talking about. The models that each one has is a different model. <coughs> In one case, it's the orange model and the white model and the stripes white, white, orange, orange, white model. And this is a very simple case, but but not that. Just in that simple case, the only way for us to understand the whole thing is if we join together all the different views and then we bring them together and understand the whole thing. And um, in this case, we have um, four variables, <laughs> um, four di- four different situations, where we just it's two variables, sorry, but we have four different situations that bring us to a full understanding of the situation if we analyze it, of course. So then, it doesn't matter what is my view, my model the reality is not affected. And that's also something very important to understand. Because it's just a model in my mind, I don't affect the actual reality. Reality has five or six variables, let's say. And I can only model three. But my modeling of the three doesn't affect the case that the system or the actual thing that I am analyzing have six variables, or five, right? So <clears throat> we cannot believe that what I think or what I do, in this case related to that, uh, to that case, will affect the reality. Um, I mean, what I think, I'm not going to really change the reality of having five or six different variables so uh, once we understand that our minds work with models and the only thing that we see are models we can now understand a little better what we were talking before about in session two about the concept of the words being two um, steps far away from reality, two symbols away from reality. And, and this is one way that the words is not a concept, but second, the concept, what we call concepts, are basically models in our mind that explains or try to explain the reality. And because my model in my mind is limited to just a few variables and not to the entire set of variables that create the conditions for the reality then my mind is just a symbol of the reality a model of the reality is far away from what the reality is and the more variables the reality has the fast, farther away is my model and um, and the farther away the, the in my concept, my concept on my model, I am putting the same thing in each right. The concept and the model. The farther away the concept or the model in my mind from the reality, the farther away will be the name or the words that we are used to explain it. Um, <clears throat> something that is in, in, interesting to Or or this concept takes us is is something I want to explain with um, uh, with the same way that uh, that uh, the the towers, the control towers in uh, airplane system works. Uh, If you see uh, the world outside of the of the tower of the control tower uh, is huge, right? You have three different Let's say variables. One is the height, I don't know far, how far away it is in, in, in two dimensions and then you have the third dimension with the height. Um, so the um, airplanes can actually fly around right in any of those points that are in the, that three-dimensional space. <clears throat> there are other variables, for example, speed. That's very important also. When you are considering, uh, when you are looking into things happening around the, the tower, right? Airplanes fly at different speeds because they are different type of airplanes, so they may have different speeds. And the farther away they are from the from the tower, the faster they are because they are still flying in full speed. But when they got close to the uh, landing. Um, Uh, landing lanes then they have to reduce speed right and for each type of airplane you have to have a different speed as well because the the support speed for each of the airplanes is different and that is because each airplane has different weight each airplane has a different size in their in their wings each airplane has a different dynamic aerodyna- aerodynamics, and then each airplane has a different um, speed. They call it the minimum speed for flying, and then they cannot be below that speed. Otherwise, they, their airplane will start falling. Uh, they call it a stall, <clears throat> and that's a very difficult situation to be, especially when you are landing. Um, the other thing is uh, when you are landing um, then you need to have a certain um, altitude related to the beginning of the, to the beginning of the, of the, of the lane,. right? Um, and then just in that case, and there are much more, much more variables, right? But in that case you see that we have a three-dimensional space plus we have the speed, it's a fourth dimension, But we have the type of the plane, it's a fifth dimension, But you have to have a specific distance or, or, or height from the beginning of the lane. It's a seven or six different variables, and there are more, much more variables. Just to mention some, um, all those variables uh, need to be in our mind when we are trying to make the decision of landing, or when the central tower tells an airplane that he needs to land. Uh, there are other conditions in the in, in the central tower because there are more than one airplane normally around the central tower, and then <clears throat> they have to, to control all of them together, right? With different conditions because each one may have a different condition. So in the the control tower is is very difficult to 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 have a uh, Jobs in in, in in control towers are very stressful, I believe, and and difficult. And I really admire people that is working in those places, um, because they get to a point in which they understand so many variables at the same time that, um, yeah, they have to consider a lot. But anyway, um, regardless of that, um, they have in the central tower something that they uh, they something that is like a kind of um, map in a screen, they have it on a screen, and that map is showing us what is happening with the airplanes, right? They call it the sonar. And then what's happening is that there is a machine that produces some sound, the sound goes far away and hits the airplane, and the sound comes back with a different speed because they're adding speed from this airplane, and then they will know... um, more or less, how far is the, is the airplane at that point, and um, and where is the airplane located uh, in a X, Y, and probably a, sometimes something about C, about the, the height of the airplane, they will know as well. And um, and that's all they know. They know only that information at that point. And when you see that sonar screen, you see that the sonar screen is showing... Only one subset of all the variables that uh, that you need to ta- to need to make a, a decision, right? And uh, and then you have to make a decision. Uh, you have to tell one airplane said, "Wait until the other plane airplane is actually landing or the other airplane is leaving." <coughs> and you are using the same lanes. If you have multiple lanes, then you have another set of variables that are associated to each of the lanes. Um, you have to consider the speed wind. You have to consider all that things, right? But then when you are trying to tell an airplane that he needs to land in, in, in the lane number 15, um, then you need to consider a lot of cases around. But all that Jonah show you is um, maybe three or four conditions, variables of, all the other variables that you had to consider, and um, and this is what's happened with our life, and this was happening with all our uh, our uh, realities around. We only have <clears throat> a few variables in our screen, and uh, most of the variables, I would say, majority of the variables, are not in our screen, and um, and then we had to make decisions, and we. We take decisions and we made, we made decisions uh, at one point based on our variables and the variables that we can see, the variables that we can actually control. Uh, we cannot take any decision on the others because we don't know them. We cannot calculate on them. We cannot even have it in our mind because our models doesn't allow us to have that. Our model filters out all the other information and only leaves what the model thinks is reality. and and things that is needed for the decision. So when we make a decision, then we base it on the reality of what we see based on our model. Now, that decision may show in the future that was a good decision or a bad decision. And that is a judgment. A good decision or a bad decision. A judgment is based on... A comparison of a, a real situation that happened and my ideal situation what I wanted to happen based on that decision so <clears throat> if I wanted that um, the airplane landed in lane 15 and the airplane landed in lane 15 then I would say that was a good decision if it was safe it was a good decision right but if I wanted the, the airplane to land in lane fifteen, but it landed in lane twelve. Or worse, if it landed in lane fifteen, but there was a collision with another airplane or whatever, then I would said that that was a bad decision, right? Because I was expecting the airplane to 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 um to land in, in lane fifteen, safe, right? So, and that is what we. Said, oh, but I made a mistake, or I, I did it wrong, or or it's my fault, or whatever. But you have to think about this. It, it is not that you wanted to make a mistake or anything like that. It's that your model showed you at that moment when you made the decision that the right. Uh, that the decision was right based on your specific um, model at that particular time, with the information that you had. In the future, it made sure that it's not a good decision, or in the future, it may, may sure that it was a good decision. So, but uh, you know, you don't know the, the, the future. So you only see one small piece of the whole thing, and that piece is a tiny piece on the whole thing, and that happens with, I would say, most. Of the things around us, and it happens with most of the decisions that we take. It happens with us in most of the cases where we do. So, how humans have, or what humans have developed, to create or to to understand better the the world and have and take better decisions, there are different ways that we do that. One of the the ways that we do is that we create rules. And those rules allow us to consider many cases that other people have thought in different models. Normally, those rules are not created by one single person. Those rules are created by multiple people that have thought of the problem and have different models. And then they have understood that there are more than whatever three or four variables one just single model can have. And then they, cons- they bring all together and start saying what is the best way of doing this. And then they set up some rules. And, they, and the rules will help us to guide the other people that are not in that committee or that group of, of people that are thinking uh, on guiding on that specific situation. Uh, let me um, give you an example. When you are driving a car, there are so many situations that are, you are not aware of. You are not aware of the cars that are um, 100 meters from you, the speed that they are, uh, the, uh, and the, the condition of the driver. You don't know many, many, many variables on that, right? And then it's very easy if there is no rules, traffic rules, to get in a situation where, because you don't know anything about the other cars, you don't know anything about how to behave in, in and coordinate with the others, that you will get into intersections, that you will hit other cars, and that would be um, dangerous for many people. We died, and, and there were a lot of problems with that, right? So then the people that that were thinking about the roads and how to control access to the roads and all that, and they started thinking of what we can do. Okay, so then let's create rules. And then create the rules that says you cannot drive faster than this specific speed. You cannot, um, you have to stop in this corner. You have to, um, uh, the traffic light, the traffic light will tell you when you can go, when you can stop, or you have to stop, right? So there are certain rules that are placed there so it controls the number of variables and reduce the number of variables to a specific set that you driver or me driver can control and if we and if we are within those guides then we can say that i'm driving safely and um and even with those cases there are cases where our situation where there are collisions and it still happen. of course those conditions still happens but it's because <clears throat> i cannot Maybe control some of the of the cases where that might happen. One of the person, one of the cars maybe broke one of the rules. And then because we are all trying to follow the rules, then that person will collide with another one uh, that is following the rules or may not follow the rules, but whatever. Um, the rules are there just to guide us into that process of making a better decision. <laughs> so rules are good. Um Sometimes, those rules limit um, the behavior in so so much that then you don't go further, and if you don't go further, you cannot see more, right? But, but in most of the cases, rules are good because are telling you what are the models that you don't know, and the variables that you don't know, and then you just try to limit your behavior so you can actually um, move slowly and um, smoothly uh, on, on that specific um, behavior path. So when that, that's one of the ways that um, we humans control um, uncertainty in this case um, because other people have different models that have more variables in consideration. Um same happened with the airplanes. There there's tons of rules. And um the second thing that humans can do um to control uncertainty and, and actually be able to handle more variables is to have checklists. And uh, the checklist is, is very is very important. Checklists are very important in airplanes because airplanes have so many variables, um to consider, you have to consider uh, in, in the airplane just just before landing, um, uh, taking off. You need to consider um, the condition of of the of the airplane, and you have to verify that each condition of the airplane is successfully has successfully passed. Uh, for example, you have to check the flaps, then you have to check. The rudders, you have to check. The gas, you have to check. The uh, altimeters, you have to check. The velocimeters, you have to check. There are hundreds of different devices that you need to check um, before you actually take off. Um, and that, because our minds can only handle a few of them, then you have a checklist. And that checklist will... If you go one by one, you will be able to check every single aspect of the airplane. Um, and pilots know that very well. Um, pilots have a, a chart that they have to fill out every time they they are going to take off. They have to fill out every time they are going, they are going to land. They have to, and There are many, many things that they have to know. And that's why being a pilot takes a long time and a lot of training... Um, because uh, they have to have, after dealing with those checklists and after filling, uh, dealing with those um, rules, for so long, they those rules get kind of part of the, their model. And um, there's a very limited model, right, For only for the airplane. They can control that model, maybe for the airplane, after a lot of training. And then... When you have that model in your, in your mind and the other people see that you have that model in your mind, they say, oh, you are a good pilot. You are ready to go solo or you are ready to um, to fly that uh, 747 airplane, right? Um, so, yes, uh, it's after a long training that you can actually get uh, higher models or bigger models. But, but our mind is very precise. It's, it's only... Some small aspect of the reality that you can handle more than the three or four variables that normally you handle in other parts of the life. So you can see that although pilots may be very good handling, um, flying an airplane, a very complex airplane like a seven forty seven, you may see that in other aspects of life, maybe they are not the best, uh, and 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 it's not because. They're bad because their models in other aspects are normal. They're normal, right? And three or four variables, with uh, only the three or four variables that their mind took as important. And then um, you may see that uh, in other aspects of their life, they may not be as precise as they were in their decisions as they are when they are flying an airplane. And that happens to everybody. Um, in my case, um, if I make decisions with computers, uh, my my training has been computers for a long time. so my the number of variables I can handle uh, when I deal with computer decisions is, is a lot it's, it's, it's a big model that I already have in my I, sometimes I, I just feel it that it is this way and uh, and that feeling is is uh, the, the the actual training, that you get at the end when you said, oh, this should be this way. Why? Well, I can explain because of this and 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 this. And this and then how you can take all those variables in mind? Well, that's what we call experience. And, um, and it just can sometimes like a feeling. When you explain it, then you see it's a lot of things that are together. But it is only the training for that specific case, period. In other parts of my life, I only have three or four variables. I cannot handle more. And uh, and that's why I love to be trained in different aspects of my life. I, I try always to learn new things and to try to train my mind in more aspects so I can actually make better decisions in different aspects. Right? So that's, um, that's what I wanted to talk today about. Uh, I hope this... Um, and, and this and this uh, podcast uh, has been useful for you, and um, and just bring you uh, a little more clarity about certain subjects. We are just scratching around uh, the concepts, and um, and yes, we are advancing um, on the on the learning of the seven keys. Uh, we haven't get yet to the seven keys, just to mention them, but as I believe we have mentioned some of them already, um, but not clearly. We are just describing certain things, certain um, um, concepts, remember models, that we need to understand before we actually get to the keys and uh, really uh, get hit on that. Well, uh, thank you very much for being here. If you have any questions, please uh, let me know. I'm going to post this... uh, um, uh, I'm going to post uh, this podcast also into my feed, into the Facebook account, um, and then um, that account is um, Law of Attraction in practice. Law of Attraction in practice. Um, I'm going to post it there as well. Uh, also, it's in here uh, in in, um, in Anchor, and uh, it will probably be also in my tweets. Maybe I'm going to add my tweets. Um, I haven't added all those, those accounts, so I know that I have to create all those social media accounts. But still, I can only handle a few variables, so I do one thing, and then I will do the other one, and then I will add up. That's the other way that we humans handle complexity. We we understand one part, and then we add another variable later on, and then we try to understand that one, and then another variable. That's the way that we do and, and the only way for doing it is doing it. I mean, to understand that is to get one by one time. So so far so good, and um, okay. So have a good day, and uh, I hope you are all the well in the world. Thank you. Bye bye.